0: So uh welcome to the show. Let's go ahead and start right there. It's Monday. Monday, how you feeling about it? Are you all rockin' rollin' jiggy in your pants about how what you did this weekend? Worked all week last week, got paid, and now you're looking at Monday, you're looking back, you're going, Damn. I, that's why I work. That's why I work. It's, it was so friggin' great. I didn't do anything. Everything I did was brand new. Never done it before. Woke up and you're all excited about what it was. Can't wait. You're over there being the best employee you can be, being the best husband, taking care of your shit, your yards all in order. The cars are all in order all because everything you're doing is so friggin' cool that all the hard work is worth it. Oh, man. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That ain't the truth, is it? Huh? I think we got some shit to talk about when I come back. All right, all right. So let me start by making it perfectly clear. I'm not trying to talk you into anything. I, I mean, that's not that wouldn't be my job. That's your job. You need to talk you into something. Well, well let me take that back. I'm trying to talk you into one thing. I'm trying to talk you into taking a look at where you are right now and saying, well, you know, that's kind of stupid considering I don't really enjoy it that much. And and of course, the other side of that isn't it. And it really isn't. I mean, I'm really not really rocking it. I'm just doing what everybody else is doing. I'm barely surviving. You know. And. It's all part of the whole thing, it comes down to what we believe or what we think, and sometimes we can get ideas in our head and that is what we think, but we don't have to believe them or act on them. We can actually gauge and hold back a little bit and say, you know, wait a minute, am I really is this really going to be as cool as I friggin don't think it's going to be? That's really what's at stake when we talk about not being able to identify what things to actually believe when we start thinking about all the things that we have to choose from. Now, if you're shaking your head, let me just take you back here for a minute. Let me just narrow this down. So when I talk about what you think, let's talk about all of the information you take in if If advertisers had to shoot a bullet a a rubber bullet or a give you a a dollar or a dime for every time they chimed in with you right any time they invaded your space, they had to pay you do you know how much money you would have right do you know how much money you would have and of course this is the this is the thing, but what we think is it's okay and it's okay, and we haven't established any real way to recover any revenue from it, which is the difference from the people who are actually doing it right every bit of information almost every bit of information you are consuming on a daily basis has some link to some sort of marketing right ai ai we need ai why so that the world the computers can think for us yeah because i mean you know really thinking is kind of overrated right no I mean, one no one wants to think anymore that's friggin' old school you just plug the cord in the side of my head and there I go. I'm just I got video, I got anything I want. I can be anything I want. Just hit a button, all of a sudden it makes me feel I'm a mouse. In my little reality world, I'm just a mouse. I'm over there just my nose. I'm looking for some cheese. Right? All of a sudden you're like you're looking back, you're like, damn, that yeah, man, I don't I don't crap too big, right? I mean that's what we think, right? If I'd asked you 20 years ago, hey, listen, dude, I've got an idea. Why don't you let me put i um, I'm going to put a microphone in your house. No, nah, yeah, I mean, just a, just a, I'll just put it in a little jar. You won't even notice. It'll it just be all right there. And, and when I'm on the computer at night playing video games, I'll just turn the mic on. I'll listen to you, and I'll be at my keyboard. And if you have a question about something, I'll just go ahead and I'll log the question, and then I'll take your, I'll just give you an answer. Yeah, yeah, and I'll find out. And you know, of course, if you want to do some shopping or something, I'll go ahead and make the list for you and I'll just send it to you and then here we go. Bop 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 bop. You'd have told me I was frigging nuts. You'd have told me, oh hell. And of course, what what do we think? What do we think? I mean, Alexa. Well, you know, you know I've got heard the argument from some really smart people. It's like, well, you know, I do. I got Alexa, but it's only because, well, you know, friggin' I use it all the time, man. I mean, it's, it makes it easy, right? Right? All right, really? It makes your life easy. Crazy gives you an opportunity to access uh, information that doesn't really matter isn't really relevant. I mean, that you can get it on your phone or any other place where they're not actually listening to you cuz you know, of course, yeah. Huh. Got to be careful what we think. Got to be careful what we think cuz sometimes what we think isn't in our own best interest. You want some examples? All right, let's when I come back we're going to talk about some examples actually kind of bring it home to you about a bit what we think versus what we what's actually true well i don't know if you can tell let me just go ahead and bring this to light right now i spent a lot of time thinking about this shit and in part well actually the driving force behind it is because i don't want to screw up i don't want to get some some idea in my head start thinking something all of a sudden next thing i know five years have passed and it's taken me five years to fucking figure out that I um that I should have done something else, right? I mean, and that's the gamble, right? And what happens is if we make those choices and we get caught up in those things, for a lot of us, it's just like, well, you know, I, what the hell else you want me to do, dude? I mean, I don't have another plan. I mean, my dad, they did it, and that's just, this is how the machine works, right? And so, of course, it makes sense that someone like me comes along and says, oh, whoa, 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 whoa wait, 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 wait a minute. Hold on a minute. I got an idea for you. You still do everything you do, and you still need everything you need. But how about this? How about this? How about this? Instead of just thinking it or believing in what you think and, and letting the world tell you what to think, why don't you start um, just stopping for a minute and saying, okay, um, do I really love what this is doing for me? Right? Forget about what you've learned. Does it? Does it work, right? I mean... And, again, it comes down to me. I was out there one day mowing along. lawn. My dad had died. My life was miserable, and I'm doing a bunch of shit I didn't like. I go in the house. My wife's in the house, and she's doing the same exact thing, and, and we're scratching our head. I'm thinking, what the hell am I doing, man? I'm 50, 50 years old. I'm going to die just like my dad and everyone around me, never travel, never do anything except for tend to this little thing because that's success, right, because that's where we're rocking and rolling it because of what we think, right? the reason you buy the house car and kids and you got to have a nice house car and kids and you don't mind working your ass off and being in debt and never having time to fish or hunt or golf or any of the shit that's actually cool in life to do is because of what you think. Am I getting through to you? (laughs) I'm getting through you putting the hammer in there going, "Bah, let's dig at this thing. This is not rocket science. The bottom line is the only difference between what I'm saying, and what the world is telling you simple. This choose, choose the shit out of it, man. Choose it. Use every penny you have on it, right? Just stop choosing shit that ain't that much fun. I mean, if you're going to bust your ass work, and I mean, if I was a teenager right now, if I was 14, 15, 16 years old, you know what I'd be doing? I'd be researching every damn thing I could on that computer that I carry around in my pocket, and I'm trying to figure out what would be the coolest possible thing I could do, and then I would go after it, and I would, that would be my thing. If I could choose anything, I would travel to Egypt, right, right, travel to Europe, you know, hike across the United States, right? Why aren't we picking that shit, right? Because of what we think, what we think. That's the bottom line on it. The same is, and it holds true in so many, in so many cases. Every part of our life, it's it's all based on what we think. I like to bring it, I like to bring every conversation back to the relationship, right? So, from the perspective of what we think, not believe in everything we think, let's bring her back around to your relationship. Let's just imagine for a second that I have a secret that I can give you this foolproof way to wake up tomorrow and all of a sudden she you're going to see her smiling a little more and feeling a little better about you and being nicer to you or maybe... He's going to be laughing as he goes out the door or make you smile before he leaves, right? You don't think it's possible because no one's doing it. Let me tell you right now, it definitely is possible. I'm living proof. My wife is living proof when we come back. All right, you hear me talking about my superpower times, too, and there's a reason for that. The reason I'm talking about my superpower times, too, is because... We all have a, and I refer to it as a superpower, I don't know what you call it, but no matter where you are in life, you have found the energy and you have obtained the power and the direction to achieve whatever you've achieved, right? That's your superpower. Now, what's cool about superpower is it's kind of like a bicycle. When you're out there and you're riding your superpower and you're running your life based on your superpower and you're just doing you, right? There's nothing to compare it to, just like a bike. You don't have to go fast. There ain't no reason to go fast when you're just out there riding by yourself. Or maybe you want to go fast, right? But, but what happens when another bike pulls up alongside you and, or you have a superpower that pulls up alongside you? Someone's other, uh, someone other than you who is, like, all in their business and they look like they got their shit together, right? All of a sudden, you're like, well, look what I did. 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 That's superpower times, too. And what that basically means is you can get twice as much work done in the same amount of time, which means if you work it right, you could actually both have half as much time off or half more time off. I got, well, I added, I added a hundred percent, right? I got another partner. And what do we think? Well, if you're a dude, if you're like, I used to be like, well, screw her. She hates me anyway. I never get any, uh, right? And what I got for it, I got an angry, disgruntled, unhappy, partner we fought at every at every turn we could never agree on anything and what did I do I said wait a minute I said wait a minute I said I with the help of someone of course with the help of Brene Brown I'm sitting there I said, wait a minute what the hell am I doing I, I've been believing that if I'm walking around angry all pissed off the world's gonna love me I'm gonna be safe and all I found out was it pushed people away including my wife I believe that, you know what, I had to do me, she'd do her. The house was her thing, and, and screw that. I could be mean and angry and just never just ne- be that, right? And all of a sudden, I realized when I started being nice, friggin' my wife fell in love with me. She got her superpower revved up. She said, oh, well, hey, so what were you, What are you thinking? And I said, well, I'm thinking that we're both working too hard in this house, and I think we need to get, a, get the hell out. I think we need to go buy a sailboat or something because that was the first plan sailboat we're going to get us a sailboat right and then i said well no no maybe not that's a little scary i don't have those i mean i'm a a tough guy but not that friggin' tough right so we decided on an rv you know how much information i was getting every day she'd be like i surfed 800 websites i got all kinds of information on this and on that and on this and on that and no maybe we shouldn't do it right yeah Uh, forget about what you think I used to think it was okay to be mean to my wife, but I found something out. It's not okay. If, if your partner is frowning, if your partner is crying, if they're unhappy or uncomfortable, guess what you need to do? You need to stop what you're doing. You need to stop thinking about you. You need to go over to your partner who's broken, who's hurt, and ask them, hey, wait a minute, what's the matter with you? Kind of like poking a, you know, you got an animal that's in the road there, but you don't know if it's alive or not, and you poke it with the say, hey, hey, are you okay? It was, it was amazing. In fact, when I told my wife that I was going to start being more attentive in the way of just taking care of her and loving her for who she is, she didn't believe me. She's like, no way, bullshit. I told her, because well, the first time it happened, the story was I came home. I'd been riding my bike. I'm losing weight. I'm retired. My wife has to go to work. I come from home for lunch, and she is just tore up. She's just on the verge of a war with me over tears and all kinds of stuff right you had, we had all kinds of issues that need to be ironed out and about the way she's feeling and of course my usual let me say that again my usual response would have been to get mad get offended get hurt and stomp out of there and we'd let we'd sweep that ugly ass thing under the rug and it would simply slither off for another day right and then we'd be pretty soon we'd be hugging because i'm sorry i'm sorry too but we wouldn't fix a damn thing right nothing got fixed and that thing would show its head again we just keep over and over and over again and with the help of Brene Brown all of a sudden I realized because she I read her book that's all it took for me about I, about 20 times I think or listened to it about 20 times um I just realized wait a minute I'll just be her first responder I'll just say meow, meow. throw the siren on hey baby what's the matter and when I told her that I says listen honey I'm I, I don't I, I see you're upset what do you, what do I need to do to change this and she was, well, you're riding your bike, you're and you're losing weight. And I told her, I said, well, I'll, how about this? How about, I'll, I'll, I'll stop riding my bike, I'll gain some weight, and if you need me to, I'll go back to work. Right? That's just I, I, whatever you need, right? When I stepped away from what I was thinking, I started focusing on the truth, on the reality of my life and how I could change it. all of a sudden, I was like, damn, that was easy. Is it always easy? No, you you slide back every once in a while. You get all selfish because that's where where the whole conflict comes in. Is you know it's not that much fun to be a, in a partnership where you're the only one doing shit, and that's where selfishness comes in. And of course, people are, well you know they want to turn it back on you. It's like wait a minute. The bottom line is you ain't doing shit. I'm doing it all, and um, I'm kind of tired of it. Right. I mean i the one thing I know is that the people in my life need to be a benefit to me, either emotionally or physically or whatever they need to be it needs to be an experience where I want to come back and I think that's probably the goal, but the reason you're not getting there is because of what we think now this next session section is really important, and it really is there are we're going to break into the three steps I'm going to give you some examples of how to put it to work. Um, you've, if you've hung in here this long, you might want to continue because this is where the money is when we come back. All right, let's go ahead and dig into this thing. Let's go ahead and, and actually break it out to what this actually means to for you, right? Because it's one thing for me to point out to you. Hey, listen, you're really jacked up. No, you are just jacked up. Everything you think in your head is wrong, right? And then, of course, not to give you enough of an understanding for you to actually walk away and go, oh, yeah, I see what he's saying, right? So let's go ahead and dig into this. So here's the deal. Every action that we take comes with a a volume of energy, and it comes with a volume of obligation. So you get a benefit and an obligation from it, right? And the ticket is when you engage in that activity is to elevate the amount of energy and excitement you feel for it and reduce the burden that comes with doing it that's what makes i mean the people who walk around with smiles on their face walk around with smiles on their face because they do a lot of shit that makes them happy now when you take a look at the choices in your life regardless of what they are and i don't care what they are there that's your choice but if you ask yourself well you know how's it feel and you're getting your money's worth. You're like, well, you know, I don't, you know, I, yeah, it's kind of a crappy place to sleep and I don't have much room and I just got a, my sleeping bag stolen. But, you know, I'm freaking doing all right, I guess. I mean, if that's where you're at and you're comfortable with it, roll with it. But here's the, here's the tragedy that I see is we, be, it's because of what we think that we're not able to move forward. See, we've been told basically you can, but really you can't because, you know, this is how you do it. And, and this is a big whole story about how your life has to look. And the problem with that is if you follow that plan, part of that plan, the part of that plan that's missing is the part of that plan where you achieve where you've arrived and now you move forward and you bring that whole thing to another level. You trim away the fat and you, you become more efficient in certain areas and you find inspiration because instead of doing what the world is telling you to do, you're like, well, you know, I, I, I really like fishing more than I like um cleaning a house or mowing lawn. What about you, honey? And she's like, well, you know, I do, I really like water skiing and, and, and I don't like housework that much. So you, you say, well, you know, well, maybe instead of it's believing what we think, right? Well, we just got to have this big-ass house and this big fancy car and all this debt and work our asses off. Maybe we could just, um, like, trim it down. Let's see. We don't need a big house because you don't like a big house. You don't like all that what comes with it. And I don't like yard work in a big house. So maybe we could just, like, get a house built in the middle of a parking lot, right? You know, something, maybe some AstroTurf or something, make it look good. But, you know, we really don't want to have to be working any more than we should. And then we could put our money in a big-ass boat. What the hell are you supposed to happen then? And why aren't you doing it? Well, that's that's not what you do. Come on, are you freaking crazy? Where were you born on Mars, for God's sake? You know that's not that's not what you do. What you do is you show up every day and you you get yourselves in alpha in debt. And and again, that about what you think. And I'm here to tell you that I can rebuke the whole idea, any idea you have about it, right? I mean, because the bottom line is this: it doesn't matter what we think. The truth about what it delivers to our lives is all that matters, right? I don't. Doesn't matter to me what you do, right? Let's go ahead and stand stand on some stuff that we do. Everyone owns it. Everyone does it. And then let me ask you how how, it, how it's working out for you. All right. So here's a question for you: Mowing along. On a scale of one to ten, where you at? Three, five, maybe. I'll give you a minute. Uh, fishing, hiking, hunting, backpacking hanging out watching the game, drinking cold beers and playing cards. I don't care what it is. I don't care what your what your uh, poison is. Just name anything that you can think of that's better than that, and then take a minute and un- ask yourself one simple question. Okay, if, if all those things I listed are better than friggin' mowing a lawn, then I should probably be sending my attention in the direction of the shit that's pretty cool, right? It's not rocket science. Uh, when I talk about what we think... That's the reason you are where you are, because of what you think. If you own a house, you think there's, there's something going on in your head that says, well, you know, this is it. This is what we do, right? This is, we, I mean, we got this thing in front of us, and this is what we do. Get over it, world, right? And it's not even a matter of right or wrong. I mean, when you really think about it, this isn't about whether you're right or wrong. This is about a feeling. This is about you waking up and how you feel when you wake up. And if you're waking up and you're feeling beat down and you're not actually that impressed with what you're doing, I mean, I don't know about you, but it's a hell of a lot more fun to do shit you want to do than shit you don't. Maybe, maybe you need to find a place for to put some fuel in your tank, something in your life, add some aspect to your life. That will actually do that and the and the problem we have is that because we are so inundated with this one single message of, oh you, you you you're renting you're you live in an apartment oh my god he, they live in an apartment you know you're the 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 conversation at the barbecue said, like, oh yeah they they live in uh, west carbondale in in the apartments they're not even they don't they're not they're not homeowners right and rightfully so you know why i figured out i mean when you talk about what we what we think right for like you, for the longest time, I thought, well, you know, I really want grass, and I really like cleaning up leaves. I mean, every year, the leaves come out, and then they fall, and then, of course, you got something amazing to do, right? It's like hunting deer, right? Hunting elk. It's like it's like risking your life going down a mountain, right? No, it's not even close to that. So my question again, <laughs> what, what are we doing, man? What are we doing? All right. i right. I'm gonna, If there was anything you need to learn, if there was anything you need to take away from this conversation, it would, be, it would be this one right here. Because this is the most important math equation you will ever need to know. And with it, you can conquer the world. You can accomplish anything you set your mind to do. All right, so this is how it works. It's called the value equation. And this is where what we think gets in the way of the value of our choices. It kind of guides the value of our choices is what we think, right? If you if you think owning a house is the best investment in the world, then you buy a house. And, of course, as long as you think that, that's the lifestyle you choose and the path you stay on, right? Re- regardless of whether it's true or not. And the reality is that for a lot of people or for some people, and a house is an investment. They add properties to their portfolio. They understand that whole dynamic of making money and gaining assets by buying retail, by by buying real estate. But that's certainly the exception. Like you, everyone around you has a mortgage and they've got car payments. They've got credit card payments. And they wake up on Monday, hanging over, all hung over because you said you wasn't going to drink. And then you did. And it's like, oh, God, I wish it was Friday. Right. It's really simple. The question is simple. It really comes down to this. Are you getting your money's worth? The value equation, right? The value equation is um, for all the effort you put in, are you getting what you should out of it? Are you feeling like you've gotten a fair deal, right? Um, You bust your ass all week and on Saturday and Sunday, you spend the week and the night, uh, Saturday night at the lake hanging out, barbecuing, cooking steaks, that's the thing you do. And because you love that so much, the decision to buy a small house, a house you can afford with very little maintenance, very little yard work, really works well for the big plan. You know, you can tell how when, we, when we're not connected to ideas like that, that simple concept, wait a minute, you know, I don't like liver. I don't think we should be buying cases of liver, honey. Well, you know, I, th- I, th- I think we should. Okay, well, I think so too then. Come on. I mean, most of the shit we do in our lives is like eating liver. And with a reward every once in a while, and it's long ways down the road. Let's talk about the tragedy, right? Do you want to talk about a tragedy that the plan, right? The ultimate plan. You know what you're working for? Have you thought about that for a minute? Let's talk about that. You'd be 65 and 70, but I wanna I wanna bring it around. We'll close this thing down with the ultimate perspective on what we're actually all driving for. Maybe it'll come home, it'll settle in with you, and maybe want you, make you want to start thinking, you know, I should probably be I should probably start having some fun before I run out of time when we come back. <laughs> All right. I just want you to know. I think we're going to end this on in the perfect note. Let's talk about the plan for retirement. Let's talk about this whole life plan that we. I don't know. Did you? Did you? You might have been one of the people who came up with it. I don't know. You might have just been out thinking, and either you're the original. You're like, well, this is what my retirement's going to look like, right? Um, If you are lucky, you. I definitely managed that. I definitely managed to mold a retirement strategy that's worked pretty good for me. My wife and I both retired at fifty-four debt-free been traveling around the country for the last seven years in our rv now we're in an apartment don't have to do any yard work still don't have to work on anything just spend my time at the gym doing podcasts learning jujitsu right just you know that's cool writing a book yeah yeah that's my plan so let's talk about your plan the ultimate plan is you're working your ass off and there's a reason for it right And the reason you're working your ass off is because you got that golden pot, that pot of gold at the end of it all. You get to go play and have fun and do all the cool shit you get to do, right? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I don't know about you, but if you take a look around it, most people when they retire, they're beat up, man. They're overweight, man. They're not moving like they should, man. They're they're on five or more prescriptions. They they are living. They're on a fixed income. When people say they're on a fixed income, what that means to me, what that signals to me right away, is they didn't figure out how to manage their money before they ran out of time to earn it. Right? That's really what it comes down to. Well, you know, I'm on a fixed income. Yeah. When is the most energetic time of our lives? It's when we're 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. It's when we're 30, 40, 50. It's when, in my case, when I'm 62, I'm busting ass every day in the gym or almost every day got these grandiose ideas about how much, how good a shape I can be in. And I, of course, you know, your self-image. I can't see, to me, I look fat, right? But I've got some muscle on me and I'm in pretty good shape. I walk around pretty well. And of course I'm strong, right? So, but I am the exception. Now, I don't have any problem with where you are, except for the fact that the plan we're following kind of sucks when it comes to you working all your life for 30 or more years. And even then, what's funny about it is even then, most people don't feel like they have enough money to retire. So they're like, hang on, or they'll retire so they can do the act, do the deed, and then they go get a second job anyway, and they spend the rest of their time working. And the, the, the explanation that they give is, well, you know, you got to stay busy. you got to do something. And I agree completely, but here's where we disagree. Staying busy isn't the same as staying busy doing what the hell you love to do, right? And that's where we lose sight of it. Why? Because of what we think. If you're in your 30s and 40s and you haven't gotten your bucket list cleared off, you probably should start because, let's face it, you're going to always work. You're going to wake up every day and you're going to have to generate revenue until you figure out how to save enough money to support yourself without working or you have the ability to... Reduce the amount of money you need, but it's just, it's going to continue. So, why are you waiting until you're all broken down, fat and old and tired and grumpy to decide to go start a new adventure? And the answer, unfortunately, is because that's the plan we were handed. The, the 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 strategy, you know, the American dream. I don't want to say it too loud; I'll get in trouble. But the American dream house car kids debt hey here's a here's a here's a war housewarming gift for going in debt for four hundred thousand dollars man aren't you lucky just like us (laughs) nothing could be further from the truth debt is prison right and what's unfortunate is we cannot seem to manage to stay out of debt between the time we start working until the time we retire and it's it's that it's that race to the finish right i want to be debt free when i retire so you're working and working, and your body's breaking down, and you're not taking care of it, and you're not focusing on any of the part that you should, which is living, having fun, enjoying the opportunity to breathe, right? And then next thing you know, you're 65, 70, you're like, ugh, fuck, finally. And there you are. Oh, it was a guy, you know, I, I'm now we're rocking and rolling. My, you know, your mom and I, were eating. we're having a plum-eating contest, a prune-eating contest, right? I don't think so doesn't make any sense to me but again it comes down to what not thinking everything not believing everything we think Hmm. i don't hey listen guys i am going to keep running it out there for you i hope you'll continue to listen um i'm just 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 trying to make it interesting the bottom line is this um there's a lot of information being thrown at you there's a lot of information being thrown at me and it's our job to kind of shuck it off we don't need to be being subject to and being subdued by this continual plethora of information that isn't true don't believe everything you think i guarantee those folks on january 6th are wishing the hell they had and i bet they thought it when the when it all went down then they got arrested that that donald trump was going to jump in there and say hey listen get all his millionaire buddies together say, hey listen i kind of screwed up here can we get some money together to kind of save these good old boys and, you know get them some attorneys, some good attorneys, so that we can maybe work a deal or something No, he, oh, well, there you go. Oh, damn, that was stupid. I didn't think they'd do it. (laughs) And it's not funny, but that's the truth. And that's the the difference between the reality and the truth of what these people, we put all our faith into, think and what we believe they think, what we believe they think. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. There's a good chance it probably isn't true. The only truth you're going to find is within yourself. I guarantee it. Back in a flash. All right, all right. I'm feeling good, feeling good about this one, I got to tell you. Um, hope you are too. I hope I've kept it inter- interesting for you. Here's the deal. You you got to wake up every day. We have this opportunity to ex- not only exist, but to live and grow and to become, and it's up to us to do that. And And we're surrounded by energy, and we just have so many choices. The problem we have is we've got to turn the noise off, long enough to find ourselves again. We need to turn the noise off long enough to take a look at other people and realize that we're just the same. And when all hell breaks loose, it isn't going to be all those idols that stand up on their stages and make us promises. It's going to be your neighbor, your friend, your enemy who shows up to help find your daughter, your son, your dog, your Dig your stuff out right. So that's the bottom line on it. Hey, listen, I hope it's helping. Um, I'm going to keep showing up. I got a busy day. You can go to the gym and work out for about two hours. Coming home, I got something great on the skillet. I don't know what it is. We talked about it. Um, it's all about living, learning. You have that powerhouse of information in your pocket. It's up to you to use it, man. Come on. That's more than just a phone, that's an opportunity to access the world, to inspire yourself enough to wake up every day and think, damn, yeah, what next? Until next time, my name is Chris Huckes, and this is your best life to find. Oh, by the way, I hope you'll tune in. I hope you'll share, like, and do whatever you have to do to help me out. I do the live show usually in the mornings, probably two times, three times a week. You have to subscribe to Podbean for that as well as follow me. But we definitely have some conversations. What I'm finding is that is going to be the practice for the upcoming podcast, the studio version. So you know give you a little insight before i actually jump in and get it done so hey listen as always i really appreciate it hope you're doing well prayers to you the best to you until next time my name is chris Hawkins, and this is your best life defined have a nice day